0: Hey, hey, everyone. In this episode of Dear College Students, I will be talking to Bailene Francois. She is from Winter Haven, Florida. She is a recent graduate from Florida Atlantic University and earned her bachelor's degree in communication studies. She began her academic career at Miami Dade College and earned her associate's degree in mass communications and journalism. At Miami-Dade College, she was challenged and pushed to grow not only as an individual, but as a woman. At Miami-Dade College, she co-founded Influential Ambitious Motivated Women, which is an organization designed to motivate women of color who struggles in college. Baileen now serves as the founder of The Everythinger, which is an online publication made for Black women. It is a place where Black women can take a break and focus on their relationship with themselves. Baileen, thank you for being on this podcast episode.
1: (laughs) Of course. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: And I first want to start off by asking you, what inspired you? to pursue a degree in communications?
1: You know, that's a funny story. So after I got my uh, associate's degree at Miami Dade College, I wanted to continue journalism because my mm-hmm. dream was to be like the next Oprah, but better. That was my mm-hmm. like my line. Um, and I automatically chose communication studies because I'm thinking it was the same thing. Ooh, my second semester, I was taking a rhetoric course. And I'm just like, this isn't what I'm looking for. So I went back to my advisor because initially i went to my advisor it's like yeah i mean we could switch it was just that you're gonna be here for like an, another two semesters
0: uh-huh
1: okay so that's fine we're gonna stay here and we're probably gonna right. wing it so what i did was just join student media organizations like our radio our tv to okay. kind of get myself some experience if that makes sense right so, yeah that's what happened
0: and what are some of the adversities that you had to overcome to get to where you are today in and out of college?
1: Um, I would have to say that I can't, I guess it's me sucking at networking because <laughs> I can't do the phoniness. I like building like genuine co- like connections. So I feel like when it comes to networking events, you really have to like force yourself like onto people like, hey, right. my name is instead right. of actually building like genuine authentic and it doesn't happen that way because I'm a naturally bubbly person but when I'm in that setting I like revert in I become this introvert and right. like, oh my gosh like so I think one of the things I really struggled with was really opening up and realizing hey if I want to be this person I need to actually put myself out there I just didn't want to fall into the stigma of how black women are always you know begging for attention or whatever. So I kind of try to find that balance in between. So I think that was one of the things I really struggled with and I still am, to be honest, especially like post-grad. I still am. So, yeah.
0: And what are some of the other adversities that you're still trying to overcome now?
1: I would have to say it really deals with uh, mental, I guess you could say mental health because mm-hmm. I get discouraged easily, and because of that, I sometimes I quit. So I'm like, oh, you know, what? I'm done. Right. <laughs> you know, this wasn't meant for me. It's too hard. Right. And I have people behind me try to push me, like, hey, like you can't quit every time things get hard for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? That's actually true. So it's me always like persevering, mm-hmm. figuring out like it's okay if things don't go my way because there's a hundred different ways that things you know can work. There is. 26 letters in alphabet, but it's a million letters. A million numbers. That's beautiful.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, like I can that. always,
1: I can always, if one through Z, one through Z doesn't, one through A through Z doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I can do two, A through Z. That's three, cool. A through Z. That so. is beautiful. <laughs> that's, that's what's been keeping me going. So it's just hard being that optimistic. <laughs> <but> right. <laughs> it's what's been pushing me. So yeah.
0: And what are some, um, some of the life lessons that you learned while being in college?
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, whoo. Okay, so a life lesson, I guess, I learned um, was you can never be prepared for life. Yeah. You can never really be prepared for life because you don't know Mm -hmm. what life really has in store for you. you. Something could be going great and then boom, something devastating happened. It happens like my, um, my senior year, it was like my last semester, my father passed away. And it was an amazing semester. I'm talking about right. me and my boyfriend at the time were doing good, right. me and my boy sisters were doing good. And then boom, my dad passed away. And my dad was like my everything. Right. So when he like passed away, I didn't know how to really grieve. Right. Cause it was like, I cried that first day and I got up and I went to school and work. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I was like, are you okay? I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. It just was me processing everything. So really understanding that life doesn't go anyone's way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you can't be prepared for everything. So that's, you know, I have to roll with punches. So that's really what life taught me. Um, you got to live through it, honestly. So that? <laughs> wow.
0: and what was the feeling like when you co-founded um, your organization
1: so at Miami Dade College there was a lack of a woman organization based on like you know gear toys really motivating um, women there was um, women of tomorrow but really it dealt with like that woman of tomorrow is a different one that dealt with women that, in domestic violence relationship, like survivors. And though their mission was great, it wasn't what I was looking for when it came to women empowerment, especially women empowerment for women of color. Um, So me and uh, a classmate of mine, we were part of TRIO Student Support Service. Oh, okay. Yeah, TRIO. Right. (laughs) So we were part of TRIO and... We're like, yo, we need to do something because this isn't working out. Um, So we had our mentor, her name is Stephanie Davis. She was like, I was thinking about doing one when I was here, but I never got to it. But I did create a constitution that you can go to, you know, student life and present this idea and have it started. So she gave us the constitution. We went through it. We took things out. We changed a lot of things. And then we put the application in. It was a lot of like like ups and downs. This, you got to do this. You're missing that. I'm like, when is this really going to happen? So when we finally got it approved, it was like, oh my gosh, we created an organization. Right. The organization is doing so well that they do women conferences. Like for the past two years, they've been doing wow. a women conference. I'm just like, I started this. And look where it's been, like, look where it's going. So it feels good even now, because I try to go back every year and see where it's going. And it feels good to see that what my dream was for women of color is actually coming to life. So you can see that I've always been passionate about Black women. Like Always been passionate about them.
0: And going off of that, I'm very interested in the Everythinger. <laughs> How you started it, the steps that you took in order to make it successful. <laughs> I really need the people to hear about this.
1: So, good question. So, the Everythinger started, it was really 2018. So, last year. Okay. Um, it was in the summer. I just came back from Puerto Rico. I think I came back from Puerto Rico and I was talking to the guy I was dealing with at the time. I was like, "I just want to write because I've always been a writer. I've always written poetry, short stories, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So that everything was really supposed to be a place where the black community could come together and it could be positive. It was everything that BT is supposed to be. That's what that's what that's I was true. that's what I was going for. Right. And then I realized that my t- the audience that I was attracting were black women. Um, and they really liked certain articles that I was, you know, producing, but then I kept kept going on different hiatuses. I was like going through a lot or I was uninspired to write certain articles. I'm just like, I'm just done with it. I hired writers, but then that fell off. I'm just like, Oh, you can't count on people. And then I realized I wanted to get back into it. So I was like, I want to be back into the everythinger, but I think it needs to be rebranded. So I hired a brand manager, a brand manager slash strategist. And she was, ding, 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 a black woman. And she was like, let's do it. Then I hired a graphic designer and he helped me come up with my new logo, my color yeah. scheme, my everything. And she really sat down with me. She was like, so let's talk about like, who do you want to attract? I said, well, I know i The only people that I know I'm for that can relate to me, that I can relate to, that I can build a connection with is black people. So it's nothing against somebody, but like you can't feel what I'm feeling. So she's like, okay, we can we can start there, we're gonna have to narrow it down. It's okay to have like a a niche audience. Right. That's what she kept trying to teach me. So I was like, okay, so let's do that. After weeks, it came down to the self- Care and self-love journey that Black women take. Because I feel like when it comes to Black women, we worry and we're in so many relationships with different people. Our parents, our significant other, our siblings, um, we're, you know, your top employees, we're, you know, your bosses, we're all these things and then we never have time for ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like you, you as a person, you know that your, your mother probably like, you know, has all these relationships she has to deal with when it comes to her being just who she is. And then it's like, hmm, like when does she have time for herself? And I realized a lot of black women, they put themselves in the back. Oh, I get to, I'll get to it later. You know, I'll get my feet done (laughs) I need to pay for this because, you know, she's having this or I need to go to this event because, you know, they need someone to support them, but who's supporting you? So I felt like that was very important. So it's really a place where black women can just take a break. Get your bonnet on, sis. Get a glass of wine and let's relax. So wow. all the different things we're going to talk about, it's like relationships, self love, self care, all right. that—that's what it's for.
0: Wow. <laughs> and going off of that, what does success mean to you?
1: <laughs> so that's a good question. Um, <laughs> it really is because I feel like people have this idea of success being oh, when you have a book like a. A million dollars. Or right. if I take care of this person, if I take care of that person, I'm still well off. Mm-hmm. I feel like when all is said and done and you're content with yourself and you feel like you're not missing anything, you're, you're not empty, then you are. Right. You're, you're successful because you don't have a need or want for anything. Right. You're just happy. So I think that is what success means to me. I I just want to get
0: there. Right.
1: <laughs> I just want to get there. So, Yeah.
0: And what does failure mean to you
1: okay so this is my idea of like me failing in life is me basically working a nine to five job helping another person you know like make their business successful like me pushing someone else's dream Mm -hmm. i do not see myself working for someone else and being absolutely so geared towards, this is the company's motto. This right. is the company's, all that. I That's what failure is to me. Like me not pursuing my dreams, right. like and actually going for it. Cause if I, I feel like if I don't pursue my dreams, if I don't at least try, then I, I'm a failure.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. And what are three words or values that you live by on a daily basis?
1: Okay. All right. So that's a good one. Okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> three words
0: Mm -hmm. or values that you live by on a daily basis
1: okay I think it would be one would be be true and honest to yourself because I know a lot of people that they know what they feel and what it actually is but instead they go on and they fake it you can't fake it in think you'll be happy or successful the second one would probably be um let's see the second one would be okay i got it the second one is spending time with people um that's something i really value i'm a big family person Mm -hmm. a huge family person I, i have a big family i can't help it i have four brothers a sister like my grandma had a kid, so I have a whole lot of cousins that they had kids. So spending time with people that really care about you and value your you know, your presence. Right. That's important because just being around people that really care about you makes, really ups- uplifts you. That's why people are crazy around the holidays. Yeah. they have those days off. Yeah. And they're cheering after, <laughs> like, from, like I'm telling you from this, like from January up until March, people are in the best moods. It yep. hit April. was like, oh, I'm done. Like, I'm just done with the year. New Year's
0: resolution, all just, that. Go right down the drain. It's
1: done, you know. It's yep. over with. So that's my second that I've looked by. And another one, people think I'm crazy. You're going to think I'm crazy for this. But always make time to actually unwind. Yep. Because people think I, I'm like a, you know, a, a wino. Maybe <laughs> I am. Because I have to have like a glass of wine, like right. a day. They know to you, you know right so um taking that time out that you know that that's essential to your self-care that's important that's really that's something i really value so when i'm at home and my dog gets crazy i just know she wants some attention so right. like that time i spend with her like that makes me unwind and it calms me down
0: so there's that and what are some goals that you set for yourself before this year's out
1: goals that i set for myself yep before this year's out
0: yep we only have less than 40 days.
1: That's really great. <laughs> um, well, the the ones that I... There are already goals that I already accomplished. I'm proud of myself for that. Like, I told myself I was going to actually go to a different country this year. And I did. I went okay. to Mexico. That was really amazing. I got wow. my passport last year. And I was like, I'm going to a country wow. next year. And every year after that, I'm going to see a, a, a different place. So, there was that. Um I guess to produce more content and get back into actually um, writing more creative writing, like okay. short stories, because I'm always going to write the things that, you know, I feel like are important for the Everythinger, but I want to get back into writing like the poet, the poems that I have, because, um, you know, I have like the two Black Free Me poetry books that I have, and then I want to get back into writing more poetry and short stories, okay. because the Everythinger has like, you know, Fiction Fridays that are for adults, only oh, adult, <laughs> adult content. <Right. laughs> so, um, so I want to get back into writing, and that's really it because I feel like I've accomplished so much, so much this year that I'm very, very proud of myself. So,
0: uh-huh. yeah. And if you had the opportunity mm-hmm. to spend the day with three people 30. of your choosing, okay. dead or alive, okay, who would they be and why?
1: Okay, so, um, one would be, obviously, um, my father, because mm-hmm. the day I found out he passed away, like, it it upset me because the day before I called him, and, like, he didn't pick up. So I love how me and my dad's relationship was. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, man, what's up? Why are you picking up my phone? Come on, right. call me back. And usually he, he would call me back, but he didn't. So I was like, mm. you know. So that kind of, like, set wrong with me, even though I know that's me. Like, that was our relationship. Mm-hmm. So I would love to spend a, a, just a day with him. A second person, I really, really wanted to spend time with, um, Eartha Kitt. I just love her. So I loved her so much. Like she just, wow. Like, wow. <laughs> so Eartha Kitt. And then she was just a, she was a bad woman. Like, you don't know understand. Eartha Kitt was that baby, you know what right. I mean? <laughs> uh, and then lastly would be mixed out him Cause like, she just was giving me a lot of, um, I guess you say, I get the right. I guess the right ro- word for it would be confidence. Okay. Because like I listen to her music, I'm just like, of course I'm a stallion. Of course I'm five eleven. I'm really right. five five. You know, I'm kind of like a pony. Right. But I really, really, really love Megan Stallion. Her lyrics are extremely like motivating people. Like she always talks about it's, like sex, but like it's how she like comes off. Right. So those are the three people that I like spend time with.
0: And last question. Okay. what piece of advice would you give to a student college student mm-hmm. who is trying to start their own organization or their own business
1: so for starting your own business I would say the first, the best advice I can I can give it is really just starting. People always say that, just start, just start, just start, which is true. You need to actually just start. Even if you don't register it as a company, just knowing that you have the product and you know what you want to like really sell, just start. Because the hardest part is actually starting. It really is the hardest part of starting any business. And when it comes to starting your own organization on campus, I would have to say the hardest thing is really... um, you have to be passionate about it because if the first thing pops up and it like, you know, discourages you, then you weren't passionate about it. Right. So don't try to start organizations just for the name of it. Oh, I started this organization. Okay. What have you guys done?
0: That's real. That's real.
1: What 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 have you right. guys done since you started it? Did you want to start it just to say I started the first black blah blah? What have you guys really done for, you know, the community that's on the campus? So, just be just just make sure it's, it's something you're passionate about. Wow.
0: This episode was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Um, I, I really do appreciate you for taking time out of your day because you did not have to. I know how busy you are. <laughs> and I just want to say thank you oh, for being cool. on this episode. To all my listeners, you already know, I appreciate all of y'all all around the world. I, I just cannot thank you all enough for continuing to support me in this podcast Please continue to like, subscribe, and just share your favorite episode. And I will talk to you all in a couple of days for a new episode.